0: to the Bikers Live Show. My name is Teemu Arena,
1: and with Teemu is Olli Toiviervi. How are you doing?
0: Welcome to the studio. This is the last week uh, of Bikers Live Shows before the Bikers Summit that we are having in Stockholm, Sweden. And in Stockholm, we have some pretty amazing lineup coming. Is that yeah.
1: right? Yeah, it's It's uh, Timo has been doing so such an amazing job with this team, and I'm just looking really forward to hear all these great speakers and and the topic about peak recovery, not just peak performance, but peak recovery and optimization of recovery. So that's that's like the topic
0: of the day that people should consider mastering. Absolutely. And today's Bikers Live show is all about optimizing recovery. I mean, I've been setting up the Biker summit, and I was making some videos last night, and I haven't slept that much, I have to say. But on the weekend, I got some sleep, and we're gonna look at my data also <laughs> and see how screwed or how well kind of uh, tuned I am for this week. So, with that, I mean our guest today is going to be Hannu Um and uh, he's one of the pioneers, definitely when it comes to comes to. Uh, wearables, I mean, he's he has a long background. Hanukinon is a wearable pioneer, inventor, and chief science officer of Aura. Aura makes these cool rings. Oli has the previous version, I have the new one. And Hanukinon is the brains behind the science that makes this ring do what it does. It's the most advanced wearable that is uh, tracking your vital signs. And with He has a long career at heart rate monitor makers, for example, Polar. He's been working on these algorithms. And it's something about these Finnish people, you know, when they kind of get excited about some technology and they, you know, go deep into their basements and they work for something for 20 years, something absolutely fantastic comes out of it. When you look at heart rate monitoring and the data coming from there, we have a lot of pioneering companies here in Finland. We have... We have suunto, we have uh, also firstbeat, and you know looking at heart uh, rate variability algorithms, looking at uh, uh, all the sensors, all the technology that goes into it. Looking at Nokia, for example, as a phone manufacturer, actually I think our team also has some some people with a background at Nokia. Uh, so you know all these semiconductor skills and all that kind of comes together with mobile software and, and hardware uh, sensors. That's what Aura is. I mean, it's a marvel of uh, technological developments. Um, so Hanu has been credited dozens of patents and scientific articles on the field of heart rate-based signal processing, positive signal detection, and the analysis of activity training, recovery, and sleep which I didn't get much last night. Anyway, <laughs> so let's let's I dive <laughs> deep into into the interview. Hey Annu, how are you? Fine, thanks.
2: Thanks. Great Hi. to be here.
0: Welcome to the show, man. Welcome to the show. So, it, you have been busy launching the new ring. I assume there has been a lot of things going on in the office, so I appreciate so much that you are here uh with us for this interview.:
2: Yes, 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 of course, yes even though like most of the calculations and metrics we are we are having or embedding in this new ring are pretty much uh similar that was with the previous generation there are still some new things great things mm-hmm. on the algorithm side and and then also like all the sensors are new they are like so like so small and, and a little bit higher quality yeah. sensors so 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 the work has kept me busy yes but it's fantastic
1: it's uh just amazing to be able to do work that you just love and have passion about. And you know it's gonna help so many people. Like we can speak about tens of thousands of people to get to know how they actually sleep and how they recover. That's that's amazing. I've been like uh, pushing forward to this huge innovation to as many people as possible, because that's, that's a tool that you didn't have before. You had like a different kind of uh, attempts to give you this information, but this has really done it for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Applause <Atlas> for that. <laughs> done it for Oli. Good, good. So, Han like, um, what got you interested uh, in wearables? Like, what's what's the story behind that? Like, how did you get tangled with all this? Mm.
2: So, so, I joined. Paul are already like uh, doing my master's thesis, and 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 the topic was their heart rate variability and and artifact reduction and, and and overall application of heart rate variability. Over the years, I almost lost my interest because because it was so sensitive to the condition where you take the measurement. And uh, uh, but now, like after really measuring heart rate variability. Overnight, I, I, I really like regained my my full interest in heart rate variability and how it reflects reflects overall recovery. But then, of course, then working at Polar, the, it, it it was also a lot about measurement and documenting your your training and exercise and also some recovery analysis. What we did there and also like understanding how heart rate variability could be used to to enhance your like like the for, the for the correct timing of your highest intensity exercise mm-hmm. so so, uh, so it was like a natural jump then to start to analyze sleep and for me personally it was also an opportunity to to learn more machine learning based analysis because then for some time I was entirely free from other responsibilities. I, I was able to concentrate on my MATLAB for mm. almost like two years. I see. so so it was it was great time for me, and and, and really th- this this journey has changed my understanding a little bit. Because before it was like documenting and tracking what what somebody does during the day. And now it's more like understanding how you organize your 24 hours mm-hmm. to optimally serve your what's most important in your life and when when your body is the, like ready for its aspect uh, during the 24 hours. So so like for, for me it's a li- like real real like game changer to understand from having like this kind of linear do this and this and this and this to succeed in your yeah. sec, have sex, successful rather than oh organize think what's important in your life and organize them yeah in 24 hours
0: this device is such a pioneering pioneering feed the first trackers were mainly about tracking like numbers like how many steps you take or mm-hmm. how many kilometers you've been running or it might have been, what's your heart rate at this moment? If it went a little bit more sophisticated, it might tell you if you were spending your time at specific heart rate zone. But it was all about the data. And that was also the first generation of sleep trackers, where mainly looking at how many hours you slept. And some of them implemented kind of a sleep quality metric. But still, it's not telling you anything about your unique individual balance and that's what really aura has i would say uh, not just pioneered but also invented in a way is a way to put together metrics and data coming from your day-to-day activities and exercise and steps and looking at sleep data and the fact that you are also measuring not just the different phases of sleep but also your nervous system recovery that brings an idea uh, kind of, or it enables us to better quantify you against your own average. And the way how you look at kind of like if you're deviating from your standard time when you should go to sleep, or if you're deviating from your normal sleep quality or body temperature, it's kind of that deviation from the norm that makes this device so interesting. So it's not about comparing me to what would be the optimal highest level of sleep quality, but it's about what is good sleep for me or what is good activity and recovery for me. And and that makes it so much more interesting, so much more useful. And I, I assume that's also the key reason why the engagement of your device is so much higher than many of those activity trackers and wearables that only tracked steps and people would abandon them in, in in three to four yeah. months.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Thank you for for mentioning that. I it's it's like always like the compromise because in order to be like interesting and 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 get the people like understand we always need to simplify matters a little bit. But I I think this aura is a like a is a good compromise between like the, real, the the complexity of real life and 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 the the simplicity how how we want would like to see. Mm. our life and make us successful like it, it, one very important aspect for me personally is that it should uh, these kind of devices should not be about competing against each other and and hardly even for competing against your own records mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. And, and it's like a, like a very important fact that we have we have these various scores like activity score readiness score and sleep score
0: yeah so what yeah. what do you mean like ten thousand steps is not you know something i should strive for
2: <laughs> okay well well it's it's it's, a, it's it's a good good limit but you know, yeah but what i mean is that like 85 is considered excellent and if you, if your sleep score is 85 maybe it's better for you to concentrate on something else than sleep to make something significant with all that energy that you have hmm.
0: okay okay hannu i have one question yeah. what yes. if my sleep score is consistently all the time less than 85 what should I concentrate on?
2: <laughs> then, then, really, sleep is a good, good thing thing to concentrate because. And you, why is that? I even though you are like a very intelligent and creative, but I think especially this this inspiring creativity part of you would increase if if you sleep a little bit more. If you, if you if you look at the benefits of exercise, almost all of them. Uh, such that you can also you will also reach them by sleeping better, so you like mm-hmm. hardly lose anything, but you would gain gain a lot and and especially it's especially in REM sleep you you would get more REM sleep if you sleep more so so it's it's not acutely important for an adult right. it, it's not it's not as important as 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 the deep non REM sleep non REM sleep in the beginning first part of the night, you will most probably get that even if you sleep five hours or six hours a mm-hmm. night mm-hmm. and you can tolerate it. You can make it from, from day to day requirements. Yeah. But, but then, then I wouldn't won't,
0: learn and I wouldn't be as creative.
2: Yes. But the most complex things that, that require require like it's different kind of le- learning where, where you read need memory. And yeah. And the, so, so it's, it's, like, it's this, this, this part of, of you that that really, and, would would benefit from a little more. But, yeah. well but you still still like a sleep score between like 70 and 85 in Aura metrics. It's still okay. So it's it's important to understand that it's it's
1: not that bad. My experience on, on Aura has been exactly that that by learning certain things that okay my readiness today for example 81 and my sleep score was 80 so that's that's like pretty pretty good for me and i want to keep it over 80 and i i regulate my training and other stuff uh, according to that and uh, i've found significantly significantly more balance with aura than before just to get just that i can actually reprogram myself what I actually want to do and what I don't want to do. For example, yesterday, I worked out like three hours in the the garden and and Mm. did heavy sprinting and a lot of stuff. And it it was like a super active day. And what I've noticed, if I have like a super high intensity, very active, like a big load of exercise, my REM sleep goes, goes down. So that's been a case for me. And and, and I've noticed that like very, very uh, precise noticed. Uh, what I mean is, is that if the training volume and the intensity is too much, the REM sleep goes down, at least for me. And my deep mm. sleeps tends to go up. Yeah. But if I keep it like uh, medium intensity, then it doesn't affect REM sleep at all. But yeah. it improves deep sleep. I see. Mm. So uh, there are a lot of things you can play with this this data and and just compare it how how it's affecting yourself. Yeah, and not try to okay my sleep score is eighty one. How big is yours? So I
0: have I have exactly (laughs) the same experience with Aura. It's basically giving me so deep questions about myself and my own patterns. And sometimes I observe things that I would probably never been able to realize without Aura. And one of those examples, recent examples, was basically the way how heavy uh, sauna uh, like and, and steam bathing affects uh, the nervous system recovery throughout the night. And in my experience, basically, if I go to sauna too late and I do a really heavy set just before going to sleep, I'm not getting enough of that heart rate variability that night. It takes like four or five hours to normalize. So what I've started to do is to go to sauna. If I'm going to go for a heavy thing and also cold plunges. I'm going to do that earlier the day. And that way it actually improves my sleep that night, or if I have to do or if not have to if I have the privilege which I should have every day to go to the sauna or you know take a dip i 'm not going to do it as heavily, so then I get the recovery that night as well so th- those are some simple realizations of of using this device and um I think that 's what makes these kind of tools really meaningful and useful uh, that what do you think?
2: Yeah, about what you just read. This only only story about increased deep sleep as a result of exercises. is is It's like a is like a great story. But you you appear to be like good good. Your recovery capacity is is good because your body reacts this positive way. Like like mm-hmm. myself, I, I if I have a like late exercise, I, I it decreases my deep sleep. Mm. so so, uh, so i I need to go a little bit earlier yeah, so, so yeah. morning exercise is really good for me and and, and i and, and I have reached my best like marathon running experience by 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 like doing moderate intensity rather than high intensity, and so, so it really mm. works for me because recovery seems to be the limiting factor for me yeah, yeah. but but still I have gained like
0: re- pretty good results in like how is age playing into that? I mean I'm thirty. Uh, six now kind of i'm I'm worried you know when when should I start worrying getting old
2: i i I think it, like age certainly is a is a factor, but but we are also individuals so mm. you so you can you can follow that but but with age we, we become more morning people overall so so mm. it, it also helps helps to move our trainings a little earlier mm. and like your experience with sauna. It's, it's, it's the same, like some, some young people might, might be less,
1: less sensitive. So to say, so it's, it's interesting that you said about the recovery. So you can actually, um, compare your genetic data and aura data. And for me, it's, for example, is that my muscle recovery, it's pretty fast, but my tendency to get injuries is higher. And I've seen that I would really have to push like super hard to get my deep sleep diminished. Usually it it gets even more. And uh, and I'm assuming for example, this night I get even more deep sleep because today is more of a recovery or active recovery Mm. day. So so the main point is that what I've like read from the ordering users uh, Facebook group is that uh, people who tend to overtrain or train too much, especially like cardio type of training they tend to get a lot less deep sleep. And my I, I would want to give, give an answer to them that, okay, you have to like diminish your training
0: load and then
1: see what happens to your deep sleep.
0: Mm, right. And strength training seems to be one thing that for me improves the yeah. amount of deep sleep that I'm yeah, getting. Definitely. I, I'm a, I'm a yeah. total REM sleep hog. I'm getting like almost four hours of REM sleep based on the data. For you, that's kind of uh, you need to supplement that. Yeah,
1: that's a that's a rarity. I I usually get like one and a half hour to two hours or maybe more. But mm. when I was in the summer cottage, I made an experiment. I took this tuny supplement, which is like basically what's uh, in it. Uh, well, it's it's um what uh, pumpkin seeds in in this um tryptophan powder. So basically, it's tryptophan in a bioactive form, and then I took microdose of melatonin and like one gram of magnesium yeah. so then i got like three and a half hours REM sleep which is like very rare for me so it mm. you can play with this kind of stuff if
2: yeah, you want to yeah
0: yeah
1: <clears throat> yeah yeah. but but it's it can
2: like excess REM sleep can also mean timo that you are a little bit like morning type of person and you you, you go to bed a little too, too late really and so
0: that Damn it! No, damn it! I've I've been a night owl all my life, and looking at the genetics, I've convinced myself that that's for me. Mm. Um, Tell me more.
2: (laughs) No, no, no! I, I, I I really don't know exactly, but but if the challenge with with early like REM sleep starting too early is that you don't get enough deep sleep. If Mm. if that would be the case, so
1: that's super super interesting point. So these are actually. exactly the things that we want to hear from you, like these patterns that you have recognized, okay, that, that if you start REM sleep too early, then you don't get enough deep sleep and like things like that. Do you have any anything else that you want to highlight on like these kind of things, if you like have too much of something? Yeah, yeah, okay, of, of course, it's it's also possible that there's some some
2: part of that 4 hours of REM sleep is explained by by like uh, some artifacts so the, so the, the ring is not 100% mm. uh, yeah sure but it, it's but uh, always there is a reason why it's showing so so there is more uh, so so for me even if the there's some kind of this kind of obvious biases that a little bit too much REM sleep for temu uh, mm. it, it it it's still telling like a uh, like a real fact, something about these signals that because this REM sleep is associated with uh, like more variable uh, heart rate, it's more variable breathing rate, and more variable pl- pulse amplitude. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, it means that it's like a real measurement. If you make some changes and or or, or like you mentioned something that you have been doing, it's it's always like obvious that it's, it has caused a real change in your biosignals. So I, even though I don't take the ring measurements as 100% uh, uh, truth, I
1: take them as an uh, 100% objective measurement
0: of my yeah. sleep. Right. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. So o- objective in the sense that you do it every day the same way. And it's, it's very simple to do it every day, same day, because you use the same finger and it usually fits like the same. Yes and,
2: yeah. yeah and and because it's so close close on your finger yeah the measurement does doesn't need to adjust uh, based on your like your proximity with, mm-hmm. with the sensor or something like that it's 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 always
0: similar yeah. it's super super good location yeah. anyway so i've been hustling like away for the last months and years and uh, somehow i've been able to biohack all of this for the last 4 or 5 years my biomarkers have been improving my uh my recovery is getting getting better. I'm actually pretty good at recovering like um, looking at my HRV that's often super high for example and I don't know if that's that's the bunch of supplements I'm doing or or the meditation that I do daily or just my general lack of not getting stressed about things like even if yeah. there's a lot of stuff I'm just like you know the more there is stuff the more a machine I become and
2: that's really important. And that, that's something I, I, I want to talk shortly. It's, it's like a lot of people are suffering yeah, 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 because of like, <laughs> they are like hyperactive at the time when they should wind down before going to bed. So if you can, Tim, if you can really be like, like, like happy, and you have positive things in your mind when you go to bed, when you go to sleep, it's, it's not only affecting your sleep latency. How far you fall into sleep, but it's also affecting
0: uh, really what's happening throughout the night. So, so, so like, it's, uh, you, so you, you're priming yourself up yeah, with yeah. what's happening during the day for what's happening at night.
2: Yes, yes, like it's, it's a kind of surprise to like
0: to really understand how
2: how like huge impact it is that how, how is your like. Final two hours before you go to bed, and and uh, what, what kind of things you think it's mm. like a somehow strange to think that if you are a lawyer or a teacher or uh, like a Doctor. CEO <laughs> and, and, or something that the most important thing for your sleep quality is what you think before before you fall asleep. Yeah, like, mm. like the, the most important hack you need to do to improve your sleep. Yeah, it's a time. Uh, sort of time before. It, it's
0: my, just... my, my strategy for task management is that I just don't remember it. <laughs> it's so big. There's so many things on it. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you're totally right. One, one practice that I had for a long time is basically to, because there's so many things to do, so many things to hustle, that I list like three things for that day that if I achieve even one of those, I would be happy for the day. And what I like to do also by the end of the day is to write down into my task list anything that kind of bothers me. So just get it out of my mind, basically. And then, I, then I'm good to go. And I, I really like to have a success by the end of the day, like finalizing a project or one, one small thing before I go to sleep, uh, read, a, read an article, read a book or something. And that, that really primes me for... A sense of achievement for that day, and then I think that I, I really like uh, earned the sleep that I'm going to get.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is that's like different for everybody. That that makes you really happy. And 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 hmm. uh, some some of us want to be more organized, and some of us want to be more like like hmm. like improvise. Impro- we want to improvise, and 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 but still, we will not be like in harmony with our our motivations. And, and,
0: and that's right. Talki- talking about motivation I mean a lot of people are hustling and I'm. I want to show a little insert of the week from seamland about hustling and we're gonna uh, bring in seam uh, to reflect on on you know getting things done and living your living your dream
3: are you a hustler do you work hard play hard train hard and eat hard All of it. if you just looked at the social media post of the successful then you think that it's all about the grind and kicking your own ass. However, you can go hard only until you burn yourself out completely.
1: Life is pointless and nothing matters and I'm always tired.
3: Humans and society are already hardwired for instant gratification and immediate results. We want everything now and everything has to be pleasurable. When you're working hard and grinding your face off, then the first thing that gets neglected is sleep. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Sleep is for the weak and wicked. We will never sleep because sleep is by the way. Well, if that's your mindset, then this kind of thinking will definitely lead to an earlier grave. And it's definitely gonna burn off your candles from both ends. Sleep deprivation is associated with diabetes, cardiovascular disease, cognitive decline, obesity, chronic fatigue, and depression. The best thing about it is that you think you're so clever by only sleeping for four hours just so you can save a few extra hours for being productive. But in reality, your performance and alertness are gonna suffer immensely just because you didn't sleep enough. Even a single night of poor sleep reduces your alertness and focus by up to 30%. It's gonna lower physical, mental, as well as emotional resilience which primes you to do worse in everything you do. Sleeping less than 5 hours a night increases your chances of dying by about 15%. Whether that be from a sudden heart attack, the accumulation of poor biomarkers and diabetes, or you simply fall off the stairs and break your neck. Sleeping less than you need also makes you a more dangerous person for the entire society. There are many vocations that require your full alertness and wakefulness, like flying airplanes, driving, Protecting the peace, doing electricity or surgery. If you want to work hard and play hard, then you also have to have the mindfulness and the discipline to rest hard. Let me sleep for the love of God! Recovery is equally as important for high performance than the actual exertion. You have to allow your body and mind to heal themselves before you can actually perform better. And the most important thing for that is sleep. Our environment is very anti-sleep because of social media cultural myths of hustling hard and the circadian mismatches of light exposure. If technology can disrupt our sleeping patterns, then it can also help us to optimize it. Sleep tracking is one of the easiest ways of actually forcing yourself to sleep better. You put more accountability on your shoulders thanks to having real quantifiable data on what you do during the night. What gets measured gets managed and to improve something You have to know what you're doing wrong in the first place. The best thing about it is that once you start taking your sleep more seriously, then you're going to improve your performance, you're going to feel better, you're going to improve your health, and you're going to get more things done. And if you want to achieve great results in what you do, then you have to be recovered enough to sleep a little faster. So, work hard, exert yourself, but at the same time, recognize when it's time to recover, and then give yourself the rest that you need. Every day I'm hustling, every day, I'm hustling. Every, day, I'm, every, day
0: I'm... every day I'm, hustling, you have to sleep a little yeah, faster, yeah, just sleep yeah. a little more, Simland, are you there?
3: I'm here, Hello. hustling Hello. hard, you're hustling <laughs> hard, man, what's what's up? Well, at the moment, i um, <clears throat> simply enjoying a good, nice summer weather, basically, in Estonia, so it's very rare in, the, in these parts of the world, definitely.
0: Yeah, how does that affect your sleep quality?
3: Well, well, they say that it's better to sleep in a colder environment, mm. and uh, I definitely I I notice that I do sleep better when it's you know slightly cold and uh, not not so hot in a sense. But uh, during the day, I think that it can also help to kind of go through this sort of a period where you're kind of putting some sort of thermal stress onto your body, and that's going to have like a beneficial effect on your sleep as well Uh, 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 like an additional source of stressor
0: right yeah Uh, for me what happened basically last night was there was there is a construction yard on the inner courtyard and some people started grinding away you know (laughs) extremely early in the morning and that's the problem if you are a late owl that you go to sleep late and you know then there is all this working class of people who basically start their day with um, you know, grinding away at 7 a.m or six even and yeah. and that was super hard and then it was so hot I couldn't go to sleep again. You know, I have this head around thing, all the light was coming in from everywhere. I that was messed up, you know. It was I, I was primed to get over seven hours when I went to sleep. But because of this, thank you, Finland. Thank you, Helsinki, for all the construction yards in the summer. <laughs> Living in a city is a hell. I don't. I don't know how you see are doing there. Is is that the problem in Estonia?
3: Well, I I'm living in a like a natural environment on the countryside. Yeah, you are so. Yeah, lucky. I can show you actually like what's outside. So it's nature all around me. Oh, I don't wow. get that much. I don't get you know construction working people waking oh. me up in the middle of the night. But at the same time, I like the highway is quite nearby. So I do like I might get triggered. In the morning but it's not a, that big of a deal because it's it's not like a mm. hugely populated area so about about
1: temperature it's, it's uh, interesting to notice that it's also very hot in finland at the moment like plus 25 plus 26 and last night like was the first night that i remember like i was like tossing and turning as the aura aura i used to say that okay i was tossing and turning in the whole night and that's because of the high temperature and i actually measured the temperature with my scale every night. So I've found an optimal temperature for me to be like 16, around 16 uh, Celsius degrees. And last night it was like um, 21, 21.4. So uh, what I've noticed also is that this kind of uh, thing is also lowering my REM sleep. So Han what, 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 what do you want to say about temperature? What would be an optimal temperature for, for example, uh, optimal REM sleep
2: it must be individual a little bit because because Mm. what what matters is your your brain temperature
1: yeah
2: and 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 that's why have happily why why you can be like covered by like some sheets and blankets and and still still like your the room temperature is affecting your sleep quality so Mm. so strongly
1: Mm.
2: almost everybody has experienced what you described that when the, yeah. when the heat strikes, that, that the sleep quality goes down, but not not uh, without this kind of device, you can you couldn't really measure like the difference between like say like 10 18, or sixteen centigrade. So
1: M- mention about the brain temperature because uh, last night I was uh, like feeling body temperature okay, but I, I was feeling like my brain was like <laughs> like boiling because I was like outside five to six hours or even more seven hours yesterday and in, in the sun. So uh, that definitely, uh, affected the sleep quality, even though I took like cold showers actually two times and went Mm. to Neurosonic to get my nervous system a little calmer, but, but, uh, the temperature variation, that's, that's one thing you definitely want to consider. But, uh, what about the temperature that the aura measures? So that's more like a body.
0: Should we get the app up by the way and take a look? I mean, a lot of people might be listening and wondering what all these numbers are and all that. So, mm. so but, that al- have...
2: but only, yeah. How was your your, your skin temperature as, as Aura measured? Was it elevated? No, That's it slight. was
1: ac- actually minus, uh, 0.2. So, yes, um, yes, because yeah.
2: so, so aura, aura, aura is of course of course it's, it's sitting on, on a finger, so it's measuring skin temperature. Mm. And and basically during the n- night your skin temperature uh, uh, goes up with with increased melatonin it goes 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 up and, and then further further up when if you are like below the blankets and, and it's, it's like the thing and, and it, it's like during the first part of the night it's typically the highest mm. when during your your deepest sleep and it also can go high later during the evening so so aura is basically and getting like fo- following the course of the night and get its uh, some of these highest uh, uh, plateaus, like where the temperature goes up, and, and takes like the representative value yeah. for, for you, and then it's yeah. compared to your uh, previous nights the, yeah. from your baseline, yeah. and uh, so this kind of 0.2 degrees in centigrade, it's 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 about the error limits that uh, that typically can be seen. So if your if your temperature is more more elevated by more than that the ring will most probably detect it so so like anything is like like bigger than half a degree it it seems to be very reliable yeah. and that makes it also possible for, for women to follow their yeah. menstrual cycle
0: yeah yeah so That's now we have now we have here we have uh, all this data and my data next to it so, so here's my temperature variation as you can
1: see it's pretty pretty stable what i have noticed about temperature is that if i like move and exercise a lot and then i don't eat to match the energy consumption my temperature tends to go a little bit down and that's probably due to the thyroid hormone production and what i do is that okay my temperature it's going down, then I eat a little bit more the next day and take it a little bit more easier. So when I use temperature is also all to um, like uh, monitor my recovery. So uh, have you noticed anything thing about temperature around that? I,
2: I think there has, hasn't been like this kind of systematic analysis because uh, people don't generally have uh, this kind of equipment So I, I'm not, I'm not aware about this kind of, so, so I only need to interpret your, what you are saying about like the general knowledge that like resting heart rate goes down also typically if you are on a diet and then low-calorie diet. So, so I think they are, these two are linked, like your, your Mm. metabolism is, is, is like going, going down. And, and I, I think that's, you don't always want it that way. So that's why you are doing as you described like some some yeah, yeah. so so so, yeah. so
0: last so let's let's go back like i mean let's make this easier for people to understand who are remote so here so anyway so all he got last night his readiness index is 81 and and basically we dive deeper into the sleep yeah so he it says i was tossing and turning which,
1: which is exactly correct because i was so hot <laughs> but still uh deep sleep was was
0: yeah. six wake ups rem sleep a little bit or 1 hour Deep sleep on yeah. one hour. So REM sleep
1: was low for me. Deep sleep was was like a basic, and uh, I didn't get the REM I normally would, and I account that for like the temperature and the uh, super high activity of the day. So it, it's it's uh, pretty interesting to get these like correlations and get to know more about your body and how how this function and what affects what. So this is just amazing in that sense too.
0: My my data from yesterday is kind of almost in the reverse of yours. So I got a lot of REM sleep and very little deep sleep. That's usually the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my resting heart rate is right there. So like, is like- this this is the new new app, and um, it works kind of that you. Can go like peeling an onion. You go layer by layer. You go deeper and deeper into the data, and you can yeah. tap in and you can you can see specific data points. So, what would you say, Hanno, is the kind of the biggest improvement compared to the earlier version of the software?
2: When well, we when we are like talking about your your what's happening in your own body, the data is valuable and it's significant. So I, I somehow get like a f- feeling that now 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 this visual thing is like, uh, like s- somehow like on the on, 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 on the same level with mm. the significance of these things. it's like makes you a little bit sensitive oh how, how, how was really and then this, mm. these layers mm. uh, because um, uh, this allow us now like the further development that right. on the front layer we can add more like uh, messages that mm. are like important okay. for the entire day and then more like this kind of timeline, and then we can add your uh, personal tags and notes on this. It's nicely like the design design is ready for further development, and then these layers that you can also dig deeper and co- see these these details on the app level. Because basically that's any way where we want to see like fast what's happening. It, it, it's always require requires more work to open a like personal computer. Hmm. And, or, or laptop to see. So we, we need to have more details on the app level also. And so I, I think that's bo- both are important, like this kind of like a theme of the day that you understand that what your body is ready for today and what's 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 the best times for doing everything. And then these this moments, you really find the best times for doing doing the best things. So, so this current app design I, I like the most. Most I like the this potential that it gives between theme of the day and moments within a day.
1: About the new app, uh, I also like how you can easily take a look at the trends. So you can choose here. Okay, bedtime start, deep sleep, REM sleep, resting heart rate, or if you want to watch more like this readiness stuff, you can choose body temperature, heart rate variability, readiness score, and respiration rate. So this was. For me a huge improvement because this data used to be in the aura cloud previously and you would have to go into desktop and search from there of course you can still do it but but i think this is an and a big big improvement in the app yes yes it's it's, it's
2: interesting that if, if you really want to go back to some some interesting date date what, mm. what has happened in your body it's it's sometimes hard to remember that when it actually was unless it was a christmas eve or or, or something like yeah. Independence Day or some something. Uh, you, you really need to see the data and, and go back and see, that. oh, here's the peak. Okay, this was the day when I ran run the marathon and see yeah. how how long it took for my breathing frequency to normalize after that or something.
1: Yeah, like so this functions uh also a kind of a diary. So you can <laughs> see, it's yeah. so like an activity diary or a sleep diary and you can take notes and um i would still want to ask about the note side what what's the main impl- uh, implementation or or the the meaning of adding a note some of this analysis uh, like if you had, like thinking like
2: longer span uh, of course we need to build more artificial intelligence to help people mm. to, to under, understand what is uh, what are the prerequisites for, for improved sleep improved re- daytime readiness and performance so so we need to help people and guide people because not only show data but but tell them that oh did you pay attention and these and these things seem to be beneficial for for you if if you do these and these things d- during your week or day then you, you will have like this kind of positive things yeah. okay oh, yeah. but 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 then then also people like n- need to like they 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 do this kind of self-learning and they learn that, oh, this was explained by this and this and this. That you can really like mm. give some notes and then you can see them in your long-term trends that mm. you can track because sometimes these positive or negative effects come with a delay. Mm. So you really would need, need like uh, this kind of notes in your long-term trend data that you mm. can really learn. The, yeah. The, Benefits mm. of of various tricks,
1: and it also helps if you have a good like pattern recognition uh, cap- capability. So yeah. uh, take a look in at the data. But it's very interesting to see yeah. where it goes from here. But these tags,
2: this kind of tag, tags that we we know that uh, that uh, like would be w- potentially like drivers uh, you know, for for better improved sleep or, mm. or daytime readiness. That you. You would really have this kind of meaningful text that you follow and then like have, yeah. have the system automatically analyzed. Yeah. I think that's that's a feature that we, everybody would appreciate. yeah,
0: yes, absolutely. Let's take a look at the research article of the week. It's about chronotypes and let's have a short chat about chronotypes. Yeah. The research article of the week is about chronotypes and the title is pushing the limits chronotype and time of the day modulate working memory dependent cerebral activity that was released in frontiers in neurology in 2015. So they used functional magnetic resonance imaging fMRI to investigate how chronotype and time of the day interacts with working memory at different levels of cognitive load and complexity. So they had uh, 30 uh, two young, healthy volunteers, 16 extreme morning persons, 16 extreme evening types, they were screened for their sleep-wake timing preferences using morningness, eveningness questionnaire. They were asked to follow the sleep schedule they would spontaneously adapt while free from any social constraint, but to keep their bedtime duration at eight hours for the week preceding the laboratory part of the study. The subjects then entered the sleep laboratory for two nights, the precise schedule of each session was individually adapted, uh, to the subject's habitual bedtime subjects underwent an fMRI session, uh, after wake up and scheduled timing. And during the fMRI session, they were administered three cognitive tasks. These, the method that was used here was the n, uh, I guess, like dual N back, uh, so N back testing. I have also done that to kind of measure and yeah. understand my, my, uh, reaction time and, uh, ability to work with short, uh, short-term short memory. Uh, so it's basically a continuous performance task that is commonly used to assess in cognitive neuroscience to measure a part of working memory and working memory capacity. Okay, look at looking at the results. The results were marginal, but there was a trend for main effect of chronotype. The morning types exhibited slower reaction times than evening types, independent of time of day and work, working memory load condition. However, if you look at the evening types, The fMRI data analysis shows that the evening types exhibited higher activity in the thalamic area of the brain in the evening hours. We have that here. And uh, the thalamus is is associated with functions such as the regulation of consciousness, sleep, and alertness. On the contrary, the morning types had higher responses than evening types in the morning hours in the other measured areas of the brain. When considering the highest cognitive load performance in evening types, their performance improved from morning to evening hours. You can probably see that actually pretty clearly here. So um, uh, let's look at this one.
1: Mm.
0: So field circles is a morning type and an open circle is an evening type. So clearly in the uh, the third test that they did, the differences became quite significant. So in terms of correct answers, the, the evening types exercised much better in the evening. Uh, but during morning... They were kind of next to each other pretty much. And um, the the other tests, uh, looking at the brain activity, you can see the thalamus much more active in the evening for the evening persons. Like, um, I mean, with, with Aura, what you're doing, you're trying to help people understand their own bedtime, understand their best time of the day, you know, to do whatever they need to do and figure out what your chronotype is. So... Uh, what what do you make out of this study? <coughs> this study that you were showing, or yeah, yes. I mean, I mean, just in general, like uh, what what comes to my what comes yeah. to your mind from it? My, my current uh,
2: like like concern is that that how much you can you can like adjust uh, your, your 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 like own chronotype, right like, uh, and and uh, how so much if... you you need to you need to adjust your life. And your schedules mm. to, to fit your chronotype, because because okay. uh, it is like um, extreme evening type of people. They are quite rare, and and they they have the hardest hardest time. And and but you
0: you mean hardest time like in, in life. life life in general, because everyone else has a different schedule. <laughs> but what, weren't there? I, I think I saw you know studies. Of all these great people who have done great, you know, uh, discoveries throughout history, it seems like many of them were evening people.
2: Uh, the artists, uh, like like some, uh, like inventors, or
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. But, yeah,
2: but but not necessarily uh, CEOs or, or, That's right. or like uh, lawyers, lawyers or medical mm-hmm. doctors or. Mm. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah, they, yeah are, so they are
2: like most of them are like exactly
0: more, so your you profession know. might dictate yes. that you have to work specific hours and that would actually work against you. Yeah, uh, so I can give
1: you like yeah. an example of myself because I just grinded through all the studying all the like the obligatory uh, Shifts on ER, etc. When I had to wake up early, and I've never been an early wake up. Even as a child, I uh, would still have, want to sleep. Like sleeping, <coughs> uh, my normal uh, wake up time is, is it's like 10 a.m. That's that's like very 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 typical normal for me. Yeah, yeah, and and it
2: seems it seems that like those evening people have evening type of chronotype. They have one uh, feature, one thing in common, and it's their ability to sleep well in the morning. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's yeah, it's it's significant that they, their yeah. sleep drive
1: yeah. is maintained.
2: Yeah, I could morning, go on
1: so. until like twelve. No, yeah, like like very easily. <laughs> yeah. So so so
2: I I think that's the like the differentiated factor, and if yeah. you can really then get like a proper amount of sleep and mm-hmm. and and, uh, and get up refreshed in, then then you can really do it well but if you are real extreme case then then you may have hard to get up before midday so mm-hmm. so yeah. that or before noon so so that that can be become a challenge then because you you need your morning light exposure to sure. keep keep the 24 hour cycle
1: yeah so in your, so. Bo- in your body so are you are you saying that there seems to be like different uh on, on a scale from like extreme morning and extreme evening type? So so most of the people go somewhere between that line if you draw a yes, yes, yeah. yes, and and they are
2: they can be even a little bit more more flexible then, or at mm. least they can they can they can adjust to this. But but yes, yes, definitely. And and that's why in this scientific studies so so it's it's like it would be interesting to see like that how uh, like extremely evening type or or, or morning type people they best studied because if it's like mm.
1: so um if, if we go about chronotypes to ordering so over here we have sleep timing so so for me it's it's always on the red <laughs> because, I my sleep time is usually around one, and I wake up at around uh, nine thirty to ten. So is this gonna change for the new ring or the new app? But, or because that would like Im- improve the sleep score immediately.
2: Yes, yes. There, there there are like two two aspects of of good sleep timing, and and, and currently even what you are displaying is only taking this. This is solar timekeeping—that how mm. well you are aligned with, with the rhythm of the sun—and mm. and it it has some some significance uh, that you to, 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 at least to some extent you you, you keep your rhythm aligned uh, with the sun. So so it's uh, it's important as well. but, but then it seems that uh, in the light of current mo- most current research articles that it's also important your consistency within your own schedules. And, and that's depending on, on which, which metrics you, you are looking at. It, yeah. It's sometimes even more important. Yeah. So so I yeah. think uh, we will be like adding, I can't currently exactly that when it's going to take place, but uh, definitely we, we have been planning to add that element to the sleep timing. So it has like two, two, two elements. And even though you are late, uh, compared to the sun, uh, sunset, it can still mean that that you are you are following exactly your own consistent rhythm, and yeah. it, it, the science shows that even though you go to bed at two or something like that, if you keep consistent, then you will perform better than than if you are changing. Yeah, and, and it, it's it's can you can understand this via like better circadian alignment. Uh, uh, better aligned sleep stages because like the first part of the night, deep sleep is dictated by your sleep drive, how tired you are when you go to bed. And uh, REM sleep is, is, is governed by circadian alignment, circadian rhythms. So mm. if you keep changing the
1: rhythms, then you, mm. uh, you will not see the best sleep at all. And yeah, that's, that's like probably totally on point. So um, we will'll we'll be improving that you that, that part hmm. per- perfect to hear because I it was nice to see in the new app uh, once I uh, downloaded it the first night it showed showed me that okay my optimal sleep time would be between 0.15 uh, fifteen to one in in the night, but it hasn't shown me that uh, information anymore but here is here's the data of my sleep uh, weekly like uh, sleep time so it's it's pretty consistent. Not too much variation here, so that that's what I found to be optimal for me and natural for me. Yes, yes, we will take this feedback and we
2: will take the feedback from the recent research articles and, and yeah, we we'll combine
1: those. Perfect,
2: that's
0: Perfect. that's great. Um, I want to show one app, so uh, that's kind of related to chronotypes and finding your own patterns in life, and uh, that's going to be about the the weekly app review. Yeah, the weekly app uh, in question is something called O Waves, and O Waves is uh, I, I just stumbled upon this app when I was looking at the uh, the stuff available for sleep from the Quantified Self community, and someone made this app that basically helps you to to make your own uh, uh, plan uh, for your chronotype for your day, and um, I give you a quick example here. So I'm just gonna generate really quickly an example of a, of a day. So so this app enables you to make your your plan uh, for the day. Okay, here, yeah, go to edit mode. So now I'm in the edit mode and I can basically adjust when I'm working or when I'm eating or when I'm uh, spending time with family and when I'm sleeping. and you can you can basically, uh, really visually in a really nice way, kind of look at your day. And I've been doing this kind of thing by automatically generating in my calendar the different activities that I do., uh, but I really like the the kind of visual way how this app enables you to design your day. And uh, if we start here from uh, just a blank one, I could start by moving this thing morning. Here we go. Eat in the morning. Then do some work. Then maybe you have a two do some breath. exercise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I like. Spanish style. Maybe work some more and uh, go to sleep at some point. So this app O-Waves enables you to design your day and uh, then you can observe how your day has been on a monthly basis or a weekly basis. You can look at your day plans. You can look at different stats when it comes to, now I don't have much to show here, but uh, Mm. basically you would have like uh, an idea of how much you spend time in, in different uh, activities. This app doesn't yet get data in uh, from different places, but it, can sync to Apple Health Kit, uh, but I would love to see you know an app like this taking in data from, for example, the Oura Ring or or something like that, uh, so that I could more visually uh, look at my day and and kind of better understand my own daily patterns. Uh, mm-hmm. Some 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 people might have seen some articles going around about the different um, writers and poets and scientists and what their typical day looked like. So they basically went through their memoirs. memoirs, And for example, Freud might have a cup of coffee in the morning. Uh, some other dude might go for a walk. And that's kind of the typical pattern. So they worked those patterns out from, from their memoirs. Uh, but now in these times, in these modern times, people can more clearly quantify And extract the data from the different devices and better understand their day. And I'm always looking at new visualizations and new ways of kind of looking at your day to better understand where you're spending your time. So that's all waves. It's Mm -hmm. free and I believe it's going to improve as it goes forward. And um, if you, this right now, it requires quite a lot of like kind of playing around and tinkering and manual input. But once it gets more automated data input, I think it's a nice visualization of your day. What do you think, Hanno? Yes,
2: it, it's it's like always great to see see something some something like new and 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 it's just like it, it inspires me of, uh, a lot. Because like like I, I I start to think like like that if if like understanding that what's happening in your in your body, that like like your liver, it, it, it doesn't know that when when to extreme some like 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 digestion hormones uh, 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 unless you you are like uh, repeating some kind of pattern like like for instance if, if you're like first of all you need to mostly eat during the day and not during the night yeah and and mm-hmm. and, and and then if you have everybody has experienced that if you always go to eat at certain time like 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 at noon then 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 you you realize that you get hungry just before the normal mm-hmm. normal like meal mealtime so, so your your body is ready for that the liver doesn't doesn't see that the food food is coming so, yeah. so it, it needs to prepare, prepare in advance and to be ready when the food comes and and, and 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 so so like always having this kind of stable rhythm or consistent rhythm with, with many 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 things that, that the body actually needs to prepare for so it, so it's it, it's optimum and, and this is exactly what i talked in uh, before that if you if you really want to be like 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 an athlete it's it's your 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 real task is is not to do the certain amount of trainings it's it's to make your day the whole day such that it it supports your 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 motivation to become a a a better athlete and Mm, and, yeah and 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 you need to teach your, your your body to prepare for the training so that you can maximize your recovery and, yeah. and and that you, you get the nut- nutrition that you, and everything is ready for for the most important uh, training sessions so 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 this kind of organizing your day is is really important then and, and it, we easily think that it's for kids and and good <laughs> parents take care of their kids
1: and have a stable rhythm but it, it's really good for for all of us
0: yeah totally totally so it
1: reflects the biorhythms yeah. that are like innate in us yes. and the rhythms and yes. What, what, so
0: what, so, so yeah.
2: the real metrics I would like to see like the next step where I can already see that where this app is going is, is to see mm. some of these stability metrics and Absolutely. and then of course real measurements. Some of those things can be like indirectly measured, measured by like a simple wearable devices and that that yeah. is like Com- Complement, compliment. Yeah. yeah, like
0: automatically tell you when you probably were exercising and if that was yeah. strength training or, yeah. or something. What I like about this watch, the Garmin watch, is that it has a mode for strength training. So when I go to the gym, I can uh, turn that mode on and it will actually calculate the sets automatically that I do. And uh, I, I find that kind of an interesting addition to these trackers that usually are for runners. I'm not that much into running. So... I can actually use that for it. Uh, what I like about this app, you know, you can design your own icons, you know, you can design your own day. I'm just having a glass of wine there and some avocados and blending up stuff. So I, li- I like visual ways of communication and understanding the world around us. But I mean, um, you you pretty much gave us a really good overview of, um, of, of what's going on with Sleeve, where Aura is, where it's going, where it's heading. And... Um, I want to remind people that if you're is interested in over-ring, uh, I mean, in terms of all the sensors that are in there, it's the most advanced wearable that really ties all these different data points together. What I really like about it is that it really measures also stress and recovery and heart rate variability. And, and that's really key, I think, for anyone who is super busy, who is hustling, who is running from one place to another, you don't always get like seven, eight hours of sleep. Then the question is, how is your nervous system doing in, in those times? Or if you're exercising a lot to better understand your nervous system might be kind of one of the key things to understand if you are overtraining. If you're interested in Aura, Aura, the new ring is, is now out and they're already shipping the Sizing kits. And uh, uh, if you're a latecomer, you can still get a discount with the code BLS. So, Bikers Live Show, BLS, that's the code, at allring.com. You get 50 US dollars or euros off as a discount. It's the most sophisticated sleep and recovery tracker. So, um, with that, thank you very much, uh, Hanu, for joining us. I know that you're super busy with uh, the launch of the new ring. And uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to your speech, your talk at the Biocris Summit. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, thanks
1: Hanu, and see you in Stockholm.